listening to the Becoming More Me podcast with me, Teresa Lear Levine. You're already enough, but if you're anything like me, you thrive when you're stretching and developing yourself, creating more of the person you feel called to be. This podcast is here to inspire and support you. Let's release the negative, reinforce the positive, and elevate our vibe together as we tap into our limitless potential to transform and grow. Well, hello there. Today, I want to bring together EFT, ADHD, and business strategy. So, and this is really going to kind of let you into my mind, which is a interesting, sometimes scary place to hang out. And obviously a lot of the techniques that I use and employ are things to help get us out of our mind. Because honestly, the more we can get out of our own head, the better we do with pretty much everything. But I don't know. I really enjoy examining thoughts. So, all right, let me, um, I'm just going to adjust my microphone a bit. I I have a stack of books that I keep on my, my desk. So I always find lately that a few underneath of it help, you know, just, just normal everyday books. We've got some EFT for weight loss. We've got some crystals for beginners and we've got some awesome Wayne Dyer. Love him. There's a spiritual solution to every problem. That was among one of the first books of his that I ever read. Anyway, I'm going to prop my mic stand up with this two inch stack of books. And, um, it was interesting. I was actually, I was a guest on the EFT tapping junction podcast the other day. The episode won't be out until sometime in November, but Steve Carter, who does that was so generous in giving me different tips and tricks for my audio and realizing that my microphone wasn't upright enough and that I needed to change the game settings. And then um, I'm even, I have on the way to me, one of those um, windscreens because I have a windscreen for my mic so that when I make the, the sounds and things like that, they don't, you know, click or pop in the microphone but I don't like using it to record my podcast because my podcast is also done in video and like this microphone's beautiful and I like you to be able to see me. I mean, I'm kind of beautiful too. Right. And when I put that screen on it, like it's a big circle-y thing that blocks stuff. So this one's, it's gonna be like one of those like black, like foam ones. So I think I had neglected getting one like that because I think it makes my, my beautiful microphone look kind of cheap, but if it makes it sound better, then that's better for all of us. Right. But yeah, I might even try one of those like furry ones. I don't know what they do. I have no idea. See, and this was part of the conversation that I had with Steve is just that like, that's not my wheelhouse. Like I get on here to talk to you. I have an agenda for what I want to cover and getting the audio perfect is something that if I was the one that edited my podcasts, I would go crazy with because I, I have some of those perfectionistic tendencies. I always like to say I'm a recovering perfectionist and much like somebody who is a recovering alcoholic, it's something you're never done with. There's always going to be those things that pop up where you're like, okay, there's my inner perfectionist or my inner critic or whatever. And I need to silence that or recognize it or honor it and be conscious of it. So I'm really grateful that I have a team and people that I can hand certain things off to like audio and video editing, because, oh my goodness, can you even imagine the amount of time that I would waste time that I could be working with my clients, actually making a difference in the world, trying to edit a video that I don't even know how many people see or audio that at the end of the day, do people really care? 
how amazingly crystal clear the audio is. I, I don't, I mean, it's great when you have good audio, but it's not, it doesn't trump the message or the meaning in what I'm listening to, if that makes sense. So anyway, I recently started like two days ago to do my emails in a different way for the longest time, probably since I hired, well, no longer. It's been years. Let's just put it that way. I wanted to get into this habit of doing regular emails, but that inner critic, that inner perfectionist always felt like it needed to be a series or it needed to speak to something that I was working on or perfectly tie in with the programs or products that I offer or be the exact message that you know my audience needs to hear on any given day. And let's face it, I have a pretty diverse audience. So that started to just feel like pressure and my emails were more sporadic than anything because I wanted things where I could like link in a video or a picture or something here or something there and provide and really make them special. And then I realized a lot of the emails that I enjoy reading, enjoy reading on a daily basis are simply more conversational and sure they tie into what the person's doing, but I have that same witty ability to be able to relate just about anything to EFT, nutrition, or fitness. So I didn't feel challenged by that element. And I was like, you know, what can I do to make this easy? And as a growing mompreneur and someone who is very interested in creating longevity in my business and creating a legacy for my family through what I do and what I'm creating and putting into the world, um, it's important to me to have, have systems, have things that, that work and that I can do regularly and that actually make a difference in my business. And from a business perspective, people usually understand that the more we email and contact those people who are interested in being part of our inner circle and part of what we're doing, the more they are attracted to working with us, to seeing more of what we have to provide, all that kind of stuff. And you may or may not realize it, but part of what I do when I am working with other mompreneurs in my Becoming the Mompreneur You Want to Be with EFT program, which is a more long-term program, is help them with business strategy, help them to get over that perfectionism and help them to eliminate things that aren't serving their business or to pass the task on to someone else who is just as capable, if not more capable of doing that task than they are and figuring out, you know, what are the things that you enjoy, but that don't grow your business? What are the things that you don't enjoy that need to be done? What are, what are the things that are really your genius zone, really the heart of what makes your business amazing and moves it forward and kind of laying all of that out and figuring out, Hey, you know, what, what do we need to stick with and do more with? Where do we dig in more? Where do we pull out? Where do we ditch it completely? Where do we add something new? And that kind of strategy is really important for freeing up time, for creating consistency, and for creating growth. So this email thing I'm talking about today is just an example of one of those things, but it's also an example of how and why we need coping mechanisms to work on the internal things that get triggered 
when we advance in our businesses. So for instance, like I said, took me forever to start doing this method and trying to figure out how to unroll it. And, you know, what are people going to think when I start emailing them every day instead of just a few times a month? And are they going to unsubscribe? What are they going to think? Are they going to think they're stupid emails because they're more conversational? Are they going to care that I misspell things? All that stuff. That is all stuff that we use EFT to work on. So I literally just did a few rounds on that 10 or 15 minutes. And it was like, I was able to open up enough to open up the necessary chakras and energy and space to allow the possibility that, hey, you know what? Maybe I can do this. Maybe it doesn't matter so much. Maybe, well, definitely people never really care or are critiquing you as much as you're critiquing yourself. And hey, I think I might be able to do this. And that is the beauty of the emotional freedom technique is that it's not necessarily that it gives you this motivation and this instant ability to be able to move forward. It opens up space for allowing things to change and for being conscious about what is actually in the way when you're not changing. And that's huge. And honestly, until you experience it in real life ways that apply to your business, your family, your personal life, your past, your anxieties, all of that, it is really hard to understand the full breadth of what that has to offer. And honestly, even once you do, there's just always, there's always more ways that you can open and expand and come into being more of exactly who you are intended to be. So yeah. And that's how and why I'm I'm doing this because in me being able to produce emails in that new way, I had to do inner work, which might seem kind of silly to people. Like it's just emails, but it's connected to so much more than that. It's connected to previous times when things failed. It's connected to fear of success. It's connected to self-sabotage. It's connected to judgment of oneself. It's connected to so many things. And when we have situations like that, which are typically anytime we're looking to move our business forward or just even do something big in our lives, there's always those things that are connected. If you ever notice that you get to that stopping point where you're like, I just can't seem to get past here. I just can't seem to earn more than this amount of money. I just can't seem to get past this part of the project. I just, I get stuck here, stuck. We all can relate to that, can't we? And that is where EFT allows the openness and the allowing to get unstuck to have new imaginings, to have more creativity, to increase the intuition, et cetera. So anyway, I digress. And I have a a visitor who's just woken up. So I'm going to do my my famous pause and restart. So you you never know. Sometimes when you're watching the video, my hair changes or I'm suddenly wearing something different or whatever. That's just mom life. So I will be right back with you. And through the magic of editing, you will not even miss me. Okay. So this email thing that I'm talking about as the business system that I recently put into place and that also allowed me to do inner work and get to the outcome that I had been struggling with for now I know oh so many reasons and I know exactly why for so long. So I had to really have a talking with my inner perfectionist. And I learned this system from one of my mentors in a group that 
I am so grateful for that helps me with all of my, my business skills. And so here it is in a nutshell. And if you, if you want to learn more, um, reach out to me. I'm happy to, to chat, share, help however I can. But the idea is that when you have the idea of what you're going to be emailing about, and those ideas can come from anywhere. They can come from something that you saw on the news or social media or wherever. My kids are having it out in the background. So excuse the background noise, but hey, real life. Those ideas can come from anywhere. Just, you know, some light bulb moment that you had, something that you saw when you were out and about, something your kids said. There's little lessons and things to share everywhere. But the idea is, you're telling a story, you're finding a lesson in it, and then you're closing the email with some kind of tie back to what you do, call to action, offer, freebie, whatever it is that you want to throw in there. And the easy way for producing this is by using transcription. I love transcription. It's funny. I was checking out somebody's program uh, a mentor of mine who has been creating programs in the EFT and chakra and inner healing space since the early 2000s. And one of her older programs, uh, I was listening to one of the like coaching calls from it. And the people were like, man, this would be a great call to have a transcription from because I would go through it over and over again. And she mentioned how it would take several months to get the transcription. And we have at our fingertips now free programs like Otter, uh, like the animal, O-T-T-E-R dot A-I. If you go to that website, they have a great program and app. You can use it, you know, desktop. You can use it on your phone where you just, you know, hit the record button. And with pretty much 95% accuracy, it transcribes what you have to say. And on the free plan, you have hundreds of minutes a month. That you can transcribe and you can download it in pretty basic text formats or in the audio format. And for paid plans, there's other options, but I'm not here to advertise that. I'm just here to tell you that there's lots of options for transcription. There's even voice to text that you can use on your computer or your phone or things like that. But I find that the accuracy is a little different. Plus with voice to text, you also have to speak in the punctuation and things like that where transcription takes care of that for you. So once you have that idea, all you need to do is grab your phone or sit down at your computer and talk it out. And you don't even have to talk it out well. That, that was actually something I was debating with my assistant because we're putting out a poll to find out if people would prefer written emails or audio or video. And I'm curious because I kind of feel like if all of my emails came with a play button and I could just listen to what's in there, I'd probably take in a lot more of it. ADHD wise, I don't like reading through a lot of stuff, but I do love writing and I do love listening and I like producing written content, but I won't focus in long enough to really take it in, which is why I do most of my learning through audio, audio books, things of that nature. So I digress and I've probably lost my train of thought, but okay. So you, so you do the audio, but it doesn't even have to be perfect. You could be, you could have your idea and you could be starting with it and, you know, you can know what your opening is going to be. You don't have to know what, you know, if it's, if you don't have to know the opening beforehand, but then you can just kind of go right into it and just start telling the story. Like, Hey, I was out and about last night and I saw this couple that reminded me of this time and just you know, go through it, but it's okay 
when you're doing transcription, if you pause to think like, Ooh, what do I want to say next? Or is that how I want to say it or whatever? Whereas if you're doing audio or video, you might need to actually do the transcription and then use that almost like a script to produce a more conversational audio, if that makes sense. So for a written email though, literally just do the transcription and it should take under three minutes. And that's like with pauses and stuff. And that's going to be probably a three to 500 word email, which isn't too much. You just export it. If you have assistants that do work for you, then honestly, you just share the file with them. Like here's today's email. That's what I do. I just, I put the subject that I want the email to have as the name of the file. And then I share it with my assistant. And, but if you don't have one, then this is all really easy to do. And this whole process, when you get it down, literally it's like 15 minutes or less from recording the email to pressing send and getting it out to your email list or scheduling it. So hand it off or start the editing process yourself where you're just going to download the text format of that email and then put in the appropriate line breaks or GIF images or whatever it is that you want to do to spice up the email, make it easy to read. No, like big, long, crazy paragraphs, a quick glance check for punctuation maybe, or things that got by the artificial intelligence of the transcription and then slap your signature on there or put in a link to a a free gift you want to give away or a blog post you want them to read or something that adds value to the post or references to whatever the story or lesson is that you're sharing. And you're good to go 15 minutes or less. And I feel like that is definitely time that is well spent. Whereas people will spend a lot of time curating social media posts that they don't really know who takes them in. But with an email list, like we all know, email is important. Our email list is important. And the way that we cater to and take care of the people who receive and open our emails is so important. I mean, I value my email subscribers so much and I want to give them more than I'm just putting out on social media. But also as a business owner, I want to know Hey, you know what? So-and-so is not opening my emails and maybe I need to clean up my email list so that I have a better open rate, or maybe I should only be emailing those people every week instead of every day. Or I can really see that another person is opening and clicking on the links every single day. And maybe I want to reach out to them with something even more personal or engage in conversation. But I tell you what, this email style will kind of put your heart on your sleeve. It'll let people know that you're not obsessed with being perfect. And already I have so many more responses coming into my inbox and people continuing or adding to the conversation that I've put out there. And that's what it's all about. It's not about unread emails or perfect emails or whatever. It's about providing something meaningful and having people want to engage with it and feel it and understand that it's from your heart and then share something that's from theirs. At least that's what it's about for me. So I just wanted to share that method with you and just the whole, the whole full circle, because for me with ADHD and the whole recovering perfectionism thing that we talked about, I would just get overwhelmed. I would start thinking about where am I going to create these emails and am I going to batch them? Am I going to create like a whole month at a time or a day at a time, or will they be seasonal or will they be evergreen things that I can use again? Or will I create a nurture that I can send over and over again? Maybe when a new person enrolls, they'll start from day one of the nurture when somebody else will be on, you know, day 300 of the nurture and then they can just catch up. 
And I was like, you know what? It's way more fun to share what's relevant in the present moment right now, all about the present moment. So things like that that are evergreen are great for, you know, things that you send out before an appointment or things that you send out after someone purchases something or things that have to take care of a certain type of business that you find yourself doing over and over again. Automated nurturers are amazing. Great time saver, great way to value your time and what it's worth and also to serve your customers and clients in a flawless way that you know, it's just, it's seamless. It automatically happens. One thing triggers another and it's beautiful. But I think for this kind of conversational stuff, what's happening at least that week, I mean, I don't see any problem with batching out a week or even a month, but it needs to be relevant and current and the you right now. Because I know if I was sending people an email that I drafted a year ago, it would be different than what I would send you right now because we're always growing, transforming, and evolving. And that's the whole point. So I hope that helps you. And whether or not you have a big email list or you send regular emails or if this whole email topic even applies to you, think about how it might apply. First of all, think about how transcription might help you. I use it all the time when I'm, I love to take notes about my kids. I love to share. Um, and I, I, I'm a huge Evernote fan. That's like my favorite app for organizing notes and things. So I'll create a note in there on a regular basis, like when something's going on, but I have folders in there for each of my kids and I'll do voice notes. Sometimes I don't even transcribe them. Sometimes they're just a voice note, but sometimes I'll do a transcription and I'll just talk about like, Hey, this is what my kid's up to. And he did this today. He said this funny thing. Um, this is how tall he is right now. Or the interest that he has or the funny quirks or whatever. And I have all of these notes and it's so fun. Usually it's on their birthdays or just times when they're, um, they're bored or whatever. And they're like, you know, tell me something funny about when I was a kid or whatever. And I pull out these notes and it's great for walking down memory lane. And it's stuff I never would remember if I hadn't taken note of it, but I also don't have the time in my day. Like, gosh, finishing my kids' baby books was <laughs> a chore. I think Jordan's probably still has work I need to do in it, but I, I did get caught up at one point. At one point I was caught up, but having an easy way to create and store memories, I'm all about that. I don't have time to, to scrapbook or to create elaborate photo collages or anything like that, but I do have time to speak what's going on right now. And if I'm speaking what's going on in my house right now, it's my kids are screaming at each other while they're getting ready for school. I think half of it's happy screams and half of it's frustrated screams. So I'm going to take care of that. But yeah, think about how transcription can help you in your life. Think about other business things that you have going on, things that maybe have been on your list that you keep pushing aside, but that you know are really important for the growth of your business. And think of the inner work that needs to be done in order to get you through that and actually doing it. And reach out if you want help or support with that. This is not something that we navigate well on our own, which is why I'm part of so many mentorship groups. And I have so many coaches of my own to help me so that I can show up and be the coach that you need for you. It's, it's cyclical, it's reciprocal, it's beautiful, and we are all connected and we are all here to lift each other up. So I hope this helped you today. Have an awesome day. And thanks as always for listening. Thanks so much for listening. If you loved this episode, please share it with a friend or post on social media and tag me so I can personally connect and thank you. Until next time, keep taking bold and brave action steps towards becoming more of who you want to be in this world. You are capable, you are worthy, and you are enough. Keep shining your light.